Hi neighbors, in last Friday's special virtual town board meeting, we passed a resolution allowing for remote meetings during a declared state of emergency and passed a resolution extending our current state of emergency for 60 days. Ready to find out more on what happened? As usual, you may keep watching this video or click through to my blog to read this post in written form. First, we considered adoption of a resolution to allow remote meetings. Remote meetings would only be allowed when we have a state of emergency and the entire board must be remote. It is not permitted for some members to be at town hall and others in person. We had a lot of discussion around what the sunset policy for this should be, meaning when would this policy go off the books? I propose that we adjust the proposed policy so that remote meetings are not just allowed when we have declared a state of emergency. I foresee at some point in the very near future, we might not still have a state of emergency in effect, for example, when people get used to social distancing and isolating, but we still don't feel comfortable meeting in person. Although others on the board suggested deferring this adjustment to a later date, I pointed out that we had a light agenda at this meeting, so it would make more sense to discuss and adopt the changes now. Our town attorney mentioned that the, the state as a whole may change the remote meeting policy to match what other states, like Alaska, do, allowing for remote meetings at all times, not just during a state of emergency. However, the general consensus from the board seemed to be that people prefer to wait to follow the state rather than proactively deciding for ourselves. Therefore, we unanimously approved the remote meeting policy as originally written. Next, we considered a resolution to extend the local disaster emergency that the mayor had enacted from the initial seven days. Again, we had a lot of discussion around what the end date of this state of emergency should be and whether it should be tied to the state's state of emergency or independent. While I don't think Superior will be uniquely affected by COVID-19 compared to other Colorado communities, I support our ability to make decisions independently of the decisions the state is making. When it comes to matters of public health and safety, we've historically taken the lead where the state hasn't on things like Jefferson Parkway and oil and gas. This, to me, is another instance where I would like to have the flexibility to protect our residents, no matter what the state and federal government are doing. Ultimately, we decided to set the state of emergency for 60 days with the understanding that we can lift it or extend it at any time. During public comments, Superior Chamber of Commerce Executive Director T.J. Sullivan asked if the Town of Superior had the ability to prevent commercial evictions during the state of emergency. Our town attorney said she would look into this. The resolution then passed unanimously. Finally, we added an item to the agenda for members of the board to make any announcements and remarks before we close the meeting. During the discussion, a member of the board noted that many people are still using parks and playgrounds, including in groups of more than 10 and brought up potentially putting out communications to discourage this. I strongly suggested that we close the playgrounds. Even though we have town staff cleaning them once a day, anyone who touches the equipment after the first child is at risk. However, several members of the board did not agree with this, with one stating that the closure of playground equipment might have the same kind of effect of closing restaurants in one community and not the other. If we close all of our playgrounds, but they're not closed in the surrounding communities, we're just in essence saying, don't play here, but go over there. And we don't want that. We want people to stay locally. I completely disagree with this analogy. Closing restaurants affects people's livelihoods. So there's economic reason to be cautious about such a decision. While it's unfortunate to potentially close our playgrounds, I think this is a minor sacrifice in the grand scheme of what we're facing. And I have no problem standing behind the decision to disappoint some kids by closing the playgrounds in the interest of protecting our community's public health. 
As I said in the meeting, we can't do anything about neighboring jurisdictions, but we can do what's right for our residents, which is proactively say that your kids should not be playing on the playground in Superior or anywhere else. When it was my turn, I let the rest of the board know that just as I had emailed on Sunday, March 15th, I want us to take a proactive stance rather than waiting for other authorities to take action when it comes to protecting the health of our residents. I suggested we consider issuing a shelter in place, officially close the playgrounds, and send a strong message to the community about isolating to stay safe. I made a motion that we schedule another special meeting to discuss Superior's response to COVID-19 and all the various potential actions we our next board meeting will not be until April 13th, which is nearly a month away, and I asked for someone to second that request. There were no takers at the time. At the, end of the at the end of the meeting, a member of the board asked that I email my specific ask to the full board for consideration. Since we've not made it easy for the public to access board emails, I preferred to reiterate my ask publicly in the meeting once more. I said, I'd like to have a discussion around actions that Superior can and should take to protect our residents independent of what the state and federal government are already doing. This is something that is affecting Superior residents and small businesses right now, and I would like to see us discuss as a board what we can do as soon as possible. However, to my disappointment, no board member seconded my request to have this discussion, so we do not currently have any plans to meet again until April 13th. Thank you so much for taking the time to read and listen to this recap. I really hope it's helpful. Our board is always open to hearing your comments, questions, and concerns. You may always email your feedback to townboard at superiorcolorado.gov or to me specifically at lauras at superiorcolorado.gov. As a reminder, any messages sent to a government email are part of the public record and will have your name attached. If you feel the need to write in anonymously, you may always comment at the bottom of my blog post. Thanks again, and I hope you and your family and loved ones are staying safe and healthy. Have a great weekend.